Today's episode of Pushing Beyond the Obvious is brought to you by Skillshare, an online learning platform with over 18,000 plus classes on business, marketing, technology, and many more. Get two months of Skillshare for free at rmukeshgupta.com slash learn. Welcome to Pushing Beyond the Obvious, and I am your host, Mukesh Gupta, author of the world's first business poem, Your Startup Mentor. This is a show where I bring you ideas and insights from some of the best minds in the world so that you can be a better entrepreneur and grow your business. One thing that I have seen common in all successful entrepreneurs is their ability to constantly learn and push boundaries. This is something that I constantly try to do as well. I learn a lot from our guests, I listen to a lot of podcasts, read a lot of books, and I also learn something from Skillshare every month. I have been personally using Skillshare now for more than a year and have learned so much. One of the courses that I recommend to every entrepreneur to learn from is the one taught by Simon Sinek. He teaches a class on presentation essentials and is so very good. While you're there, you could also try out the class that I teach, which is on how to rock your next brainstorming session. You can find my class at rmukeshgupta.com slash brainstorm and get two months of Skillshare for free at rmukeshgupta.com slash learn. Today we host Elena Lariba on the show. She is a London-based qualified architect working at the intersection between art, science and design. Her curiosity leads her to investigate new concepts, technologies and techniques which she blends together in novel experiments merging engineering, design and craft. So without further ado, let's welcome Elena. Uh, hi Elena, thanks for taking time and talking to us today. Hello, hi, thanks. <laughs> so um, for the users or for the listeners, can you just introduce yourself and the background uh, uh, so that people can put context to whatever we are talking about? Sure, so my name is Elena and uh, well, I come from Spain. My background is in architecture I, I studied in Madrid for a couple of years, and then when I when I finished, I decided to go um, well to China for a bit, and and then I've been working in London, and then while I was there, I met um, these people that was doing this master at the Royal College of Art and uh, the Imperial College. Um, so that's when I I decided that I really really wanted to do this uh, master is called innovation design engineering, and I thought it was very interesting because uh, um, it was kind of mixing the best of the arts and the best of the science and uh, doing kind of really cool projects. Um, so that's how I uh, end up kind of starting the, the project that we're going to talk about. I was actually looking uh, through Design, uh, the website, and uh, I regularly on a day-to-day -day basis try to look at uh, all the things that they put out. For some reason, uh, it's a site which is very popular, very favorite of mine. And I come across this project of yours. Uh, it's called Vical. And uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, not only was I pleasantly surprised, but I was actually um, really taken back uh, by the sheer uh, audacity of the project itself. So why don't you explain what the project is, what Vical is, and uh, share with us uh, the process 
that you and your team followed to actually come up uh, with the product? Yeah. So Vicol is a human-powered uh, vertical transport system for our expanding cities, and uh, it works through a continuous cyclical movement. Um, so whether it's pedaling or cranking, um, you basically have to do that motion um, to navigate a building, to going up or down. Um, so that's kind of the the principle or the or the main the main the main description of of Vico. Um, how I got there was, um, I guess, partly if you know from from my side uh, coming from an, an architectural um, background is. It was kind of very interesting to analyze what are the current methods of vertical transportation that all the buildings has, and from an architectural point of view as well. If we look at how um, contemporary architectural buildings are evolving, you can see that there is a desire in um, in making these buildings more, um, you know, more with 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 flow and um, like dynamic corps and um, you know the, there's there's a very different um, a style like that is now whereas you know that, than before but then you have the stairs and you have the lift which are you know a system that are completely um, static you know you have you have loads of buildings that they have these kind of weird curves and and they you know they look into the in, into the wow of the space and and how people actually navigate through it but then when it comes to vertical transportation you know then you have these kind of two main things which is the stairs and the lift and they are you know they are they are almost like a static and um, that was you know that that was one of the one of the aspirations, I guess. The other one is um, I have like a really um, it, uh, the reason I went to this this master in part like partly was um, because it was around product design. So the human scale and uh, the human factor is is quite important. Um, also the the fact that. It's we learned through the course um, around. Um, uh, sorry, um, human-centered design approach. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so so that's where kind of and you know and then mixing that with as well you know sustainability and um, and public health and all of that. That's kind of the, you know, the building blocks that went around um, and how the, the, the project started. Um, then through analyzing, you know, those current methods of vertical transportation, you have the stairs, which is um, something that requires a lot of effort for you to go up and down. And then you have the lift, which is completely human powered. And we are used to take the lift, but a lift is quite weird if you think about it. You press a button, you get into the cabin, which has a mirror, completely dark. You wait there with four people, you know, for one minute, two minutes, whatever. And then you go to your floor and you get out. There is no experience, you know, in that ascension or descension. It's, uh, it's, it's you know, we're, we're used to it, but, but um, there's, you know, 
I think you have to question sometimes why why we you know why we have these things. Um, so by by looking at those two, which were kind of completely and radically different, I kind of started saying, well, maybe there's something you know that sits in between that is not stairs and it's not it's not a lift. It's something that you can actually um, can decide how much effort you want to put into going up or going down. Um, so that was the kind of the set out of the um, of the of the project. Um, then what I think makes the concept develop was the comparison between horizontal movement and vertical movement. So when you look at people how move in the city, they they walk, they bike, and they take the car. Whereas in vertical transportation, you only have, again, you have, you have the stairs and you have the lift. And there's a relation between people walking and taking the stairs as well as with the car and the lift. But there's really nothing like the bike, you know, for vertical transportation. So that was, you know, looking at what feature the bike has and how can you implement that in vertical transportation. So, you know, I, I probably, I don't have the answer yet. Um, I, I don't know what it is, but there's definitely a spot there which um, hasn't been explored at least. Um, so the rest of the time of the project was about actually building, you know, it was through prototyping and, uh, you know, making and making and making um, how how I kind of evolve um, the the look of the, I mean, of the of the final of the final product, which is not final. It's just it's just a work. It's a proof of concept, you know, a working prototype, something that that you can actually prove that this thing. You know, you could actually cycle um, a stand through a cyclic movement. Um, yeah. So, so how many prototypes, how many rounds of prototyping did you end up doing for uh, for this project uh, as on as on date, uh, the way it looks? Um, so I chopped around three bikes. <laughs> um, yeah, um, that was quite funny because. In in a way, the project is kind of a deconstruction of the of of a bike. Um, I started having these these kind of shaft made out of wood, which I was hanging a um, a bike, and then I would I would put some counterweights on and and try to put myself on the bike and and you know going up through through cycling. But of course, the gearing, the gearing that a bike has is not the right one. Whenever you know it comes to go up, you have to to put it in a much lower, in a much lower gear. Um, so yeah, it was you know it was whenever you realize that okay, it doesn't it, you know it actually doesn't need to look like a bike anymore. You can chop the bike, deconstruct it, and get you know get those components, which are the minimum elements that the system needs, um, in order to push you up. Um, and you know, I, I, I never went into, you know, things like how do you, I mean, mechanically, um, in things like how you get, how you get out or, um, cause those things, they are, you know, they're mechanisms right now that, um, that you, you, you can, you know, you, you can just take an add on to the, to the, to the system, but um, what I wanted to test is what, how, you know, what is the feeling of, for a person to cycle up, 
and and you know and how how easy it could do and which ways you know you could be able to to do it um after that bike yeah i chopped another <laughs> another two and i i went to this place it was called the bike project it's an an ngo in uh it's based in london they do this amazing job which is um they take all the bikes that are abandoned from London and they um, they repair them and um, they give them they give them away um, to refugees or um, you know people that need uh, bikes. Um, so I went to this place and I asked for all these components that they were gonna throw away anyway because um, they were partly broken, you know, because I needed to test as many as many things as possible. You know, gears and uh, you know different sprockets, um, the uh, brakes and you know the yeah everything that loads of chains. Um, so yeah, the fact that it looks like a bike um, is partly because it's it's very inexpensive. You know, it's a, in the end it's a student project, so um, bikes components are very cheap. And, and they offer like an amazing uh, mechanical properties, and and you know I could I could I could create these you know working prototype with 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 all these kind of pieces and it wouldn't cost that much. So yeah, that's um, kind of uh, the journey through it. So um, uh, when you started off this project, so did you have any kind of a design brief or did you have any kind of a, uh, you know, problem statement that you started off with? No, no. So this project, the, the, the program is quite broad. Um, we are people from every um, different parts of the world and different backgrounds. So in the same program, you can find people that has like a business program um, background as well as an engineer as well as a you know scientific like there's um there's there's quite a lot of um diversity on on the course so they they wouldn't uh it's a solo project it lasts for six months and and you have to come up with your own proposal it's is really it's quite free that's why uh, the fact that i have an architectural background um that i have this passion about the human body and also sustainability, you know, those were kind of the three main cores, that, you know, things that, that push the project kind of forward. I didn't know, you know, what I was going to do uh, at that time. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah. So, so that, that actually, uh, 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 so I had written about this a little while, uh, I think a few days back that, you know, uh, good ideas or good projects are those where uh, you are able to solve multiple issues with one uh, solution, you know, whether it is, uh, in your case, it's sustainability, it's uh, human health, which is movement, human movement, as well as, uh, you know, exercising, all three come together in one single solution. So, mm -hmm. um, so I'm sure uh, it was, uh, the way you are talking about it is, it was a deliberate effort to make sure that, you know, all three of them um, come together but i'm sure there would have been a lot more different ideas than uh, uh, the one that you actually ended up following so what were some of the other ideas when it comes to vertical movement that you explored before you settled down on on the idea that we're talking about now yeah so um one of the first uh things that I saw uh, that I thought they, it was amazing, um, it was people c 
climbing trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you have seen that. Well, I'm, I'm sure you have seen that because in India, like they are quite popular. They have like these um, artifacts on the on on feet and hand, and and they kind of um, climb trees, um, coconut trees or palms. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've done yeah. for myself as well. I, I, yeah, that's. I thought that was so amazing. Um, the other inspiration that um, that like other route that I was exploring it was um, climbing, for example. So climbing is for the first time on the Olympics in two thousand twenty, um, and he's the 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 sentence that they that they have is um, higher than ever. That's how that's how they were introduced in the in the Olympics, and I found, you know, there, there's more and more people going to uh, uh, rock climbing uh, spots in the city, and um, it's amazing how how this sport has you know spread spread it on 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 London at least, uh, which is the city that I you know that I know, and. Um, I thought it was it was amazing the fact that you know higher than ever it was not only in Tokyo 2020 but higher than ever is is something that you can apply to our cities you know that um, you know more and more buildings are um, taller and taller they're getting they're getting built all over the all over the place um, so that was as well something you know that kind of um, put the thing on the on the direction. Um, of, of vertical, of vertical movement. Um, other thing that I was exploring was uh, electromagnetism. You know, looking at uh, uh, like current trains and how they move. Um, and you know, can you do that with um, you know, but with, with can, can you implement that technology in a more personalized, you know, small scale? Um, I was looking at Hyperloop as well. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, what else? Um, I was looking at these kind of gecko, um, gecko tape as well. You know, that could allow. So gecko tape is uh, this tape that um, has kind of nanotechnology included. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of mimic the 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 skin of the of of the geckos. Um, uh, that are able, you know, to go um, to climb up the walls very easily, and, uh, and some 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 people started to analyze, you know, what's going on in 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 geckos uh, limbs, and they saw these um, tiny little tubes that um, were able, you know, to to stick to the wall. So they they kind of um, try to replicate that in a in a in a tape. And I was thinking, well, maybe you could, you know, somehow use that to to climb up a wall, or to you know, to move, to make a different movement, but vertically, wherever, like, and it's human power as well. So, you know, it was it was quite it was quite broad. <laughs> um, the thing that made me um, actually choose the kind of the, the cycling movement was um, was because looking at what you do whenever you go up the stairs. Um, there's there's a big impact on the knee, and actually there's a lot of problems. People that stop using the stairs, uh, older personas, they don't use it because there's, you know, um, because there's a big impact on 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 the bones. Um, so I thought, well, 
you know, maybe cycle, cyclical movements is something that is very, very different from from going up the stairs. And you can eventually you could you could use your old, you know the whole the whole body to also you know go up and down, and and you can assist it as well. So that's you know that's how I kind of um, turn the project into 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 bicycle. Yeah. So I think one of the things that I uh, remember vividly from a movie, I don't remember which one was uh, 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 someone using a, a, a kind of a suction suction um, uh, 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 kind of a suction that you hold in your hands to move up and down uh, the wall. So you use mimic the behavior of a spider using suction cups. Uh, All right. That was another vertical movement that is not uh, common is <laughs> something that I, that comes to my mind interesting so uh, once uh, you have now i think i am assuming you have completed your college now so what uh, are the plans that you guys have for vehicle now so are you planning to prioritize it are you planning to continue to work on it or is it just a project that uh, you did uh, finished and now move on um so i i've never expected these um kind of reaction from you know from from people um i did i i am quite passionate about about what i did um i i quite like it but i would you know i would have never expected the the the, the people you know kind of liked it and and share it um so all the press that has you know that has come in the last i don't know one week for me, it was like, wow, you know. <laughs> um, so even though there was like a lot, you know, loads of, ex- ex- uh, sorry, um, aseptic people, um, you know, commenting, you know, this, this is very slow, uh, or, you know, you need a belt, or you're going to fall down, or, you know, many, many, um, many different comments were kind of were against against the project. But the fact that, you know, this working prototype is just a proof of concept. It, it, it's never, you know, it was never meant to be a final, a final product. Is is kind of opens, you know, opens the a little bit the 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 the, the, the mind, I guess, um, that what we have now and what we could have. Um, the fact that the project started as um, as not as a problem-solving solution, you know, but as as something else, as as kind of a, through a critical thinking and say, okay, why don't we have these? And um, it has now a and and you know, it's it, it doesn't have a, an application which is very very specific. So it's something that could be applied, you know, in many different aspects, but it's not solved in any of them. Um, so I guess I would love to take it forward and and try to you know to understand where so why why it has you know have had such a big impact in people in in the sense that you know that that is all around the media and and where this could make an impact. Um, so that would be kind of the um, the step. Uh, forward in in that sense, there are kind of two ways. One would be uh, taking it to an accelerator um, 
in kind of sustainability related um, incubator um, that can help me to you know prototype and um, on one side develop the, the the project in in a technical aspect but on the other side you know developing the business aspect um, and and try to find you know a, a market a, a focus on in in the market where this can you know have the most the most impact there's a couple of the scenarios that uh, you know that that are being analyzed right now where you know where it could potentially happen but you know there's a lot of test deal that needs to be done for it to to happen so the way currently uh, the prototype is built um, um, how how far up can it go um, so right now um, it's a three meters uh, it was one floor mm-hmm. um, so I had these linear guides um, they were well 3.2 meters and I was kind of cycling up and down um, um, like several times um, just to test you know things like okay how long does it take you know to go up if this is completely mechanically powered um, you know how how easy it is I tested with with some people as well to see to see what you know what was the feedback so what um, was the feedback uh, so it's well it's quite surprising because you whenever you you cycle people that cycle and uh, suddenly you know have this slope on on the on the on the ground floor um you know it's quite hard to cycle you know in in an angle uh, the fact that you can cycle easily going up you know it's quite magical and so people whenever they they try they tried it on they 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 were quite surprised about how you know how easy is, is it to actually pedal up um, in the video, uh, the other uh, thing that I had like a lot of um, like critic in, in in the comments were about the the speed of it. Um, it looks very slow in the video, but it's actually not slow. It takes us as the same time that uh, that going up the stairs. Um, you know, it's not it's not slow. It's not it's not more slower or or faster. It's not slower or faster. Um, so it's it's quite mecha- just as a purely mechanical uh, prototype. It you know it takes the same amount of time than than yeah like getting you know up one floor, uh, walking, which is quite you know it's it's, it's quite it's, it's good as well. Um, the thing that the, the the advantage that I think that the vehicle has is that you know. It's, you can you can actually put some sort of assistance on it. Um, I mean, electrical assistance uh, that you know allow you to get like a higher a higher gear, and uh, you could go so much faster than 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 the actual video. So, so let's say the video is kind of the worst. You know the you know the twenty seconds, which is you know going up one floor, is is the, is kind of the 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 baseline. You know to 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 improve it. <laughs> so that's exactly was the thought that I had in mind when I saw the video is that you know you could put uh, additional gears uh, uh, and uh, the speed uh, um, that uh, you have or you I'm sure you can increase that multiple folds uh, if you continue to prototype. How many people yeah. were in your team uh, while you were doing this uh, project? 
So this is a solo. It's a solo project. So oh. it was it was mainly me. Um, I had like some engineering advice from my my teammate now, <laughs> which is called John. Um, yeah, he helped me. Well, you can imagine physically, you know, making this project is very very hard um, in terms of you know installing the guides. Um, you know, it's a lot of metal. It's a lot of um, the counterweights as well. The you know, there's a lot of heavy duty stuff going on. Um, so, you know, I, I need, I quite need a help in in, in the build. Um, and he was he was very very nice. He was assisting me in 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 that and also in the engineering part, which it was you know the calculation of, okay. Um, to get you know a gearing ratio which is a ten percent, what kind of you know what gears do I need and and how do I you know what's the best way to put the connection and you know more kind of um, yeah numbers and um, yeah he he helped me quite a bit on that um, yeah so uh, at the moment I'm looking at um, I'm, I'm actually looking to to expand. I mean, we need to expand the team. Um, and I'm looking for a business um, teammate. So if you know someone hear this and want to join, <laughs> I'm more than happy to chat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, yeah, any, any, yeah, anyone that wants to kind of join, really, because um, there's it's, it's quite a it's quite an interesting area. I think that you know has some potential. I know. So, uh, if I can ask you to, maybe, you know, uh, I'm sure you've done, uh, I think the college was for almost, what, two years, or one and a half years for you, the entire college. Uh, two years, yeah. Three years. Yeah. So, uh, the entire human-centered design uh, process that uh, they teach you, if you could just maybe, you know, in a nutshell, in five, ten minutes, uh, explain what the different processes uh, um, that the project went through, you know, right from identification of uh, the problem right till prototyping, testing, and uh, uh, the prototype that it is right now. Just the steps, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, so human-centered design. Um, the project. Um, the, I think there are two kind of um, uh, ways, right, to approach a project. One is um, what we call disrupted market innovation. Um, and the other one is kind of more experimental. So I think in one, um, you kind of see a problem and you, you, you try to solve it. So I don't know, let's say, you know, you want to work around, um, you want to, sorry, you want to, you want to work, work around, you know, for example, diabetes and, um, you know, you see a problem, which is, um, you know, it's kind of right now. It's very difficult to manage. You know, diabetes type one. This is one of the projects that um, I get from from um, from my program has has done. Um, and then from there, you kind of you know you analyze what what's what's going on, and through through basically you know always relate to the people that are um, that are. Um, that has the same, you know, that that issue. Um, you kind of, you know, talk to them, and you know, go back, think about, you know, what they said, um, you know, make some prototyping, 
um, or you know think about possible solution or many different solutions go back talk to them again you know seeing what the reaction is and going back you know it's kind of um, it's, it's, it's a back and forth um, um, a process um, where you kind of involve you know it's kind of a lean thing you always involve the people that you you're working um, with um, a bad example will be, you know, you kind of um, just think about a problem, you try to solve it by yourself, and then you have, you come up with this, you know, product, and you go to the client and you say, this, you know, this is the solution that I have for you. You know, that's, the, the way that it teaches is kind of completely different. Um, they, what they do is they say, okay, you, you kind of, you know, the, there's many, many, many different ways to solve uh, a problem. Um, so you kind of go, you know, through all the possibles, one or at least, you know, the most that you can think of, and and kind of develop that with the people. Um, in my in my specific case, um, the 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 point where the where the human kind of uh, center design is is. Um, is is based on on this cyclical movement. For example, um, the fact that you know cyclical movements are quite sustainable and definitely um, better than, for example, a ladder. So one of the things that I that I did during the project was you know going to the construction sector, talk to some people about you know their experience of going up and down ladders, um, you know, and and the problems that comes with it. You know, there's quite a big um, number of people that has uh, musculoskeletal uh, disorders um, just because they you know they they kind of go up and down um, the ladders and they carry heavy stuff and all of that so you know I thought that that might be you know a, a, a good context for 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 bike mm. um, the fact that this you know that you can navigate through you know through through scaffoldings in a or you not know, through scaffoldings only, but you know, there are lot. If you if you think in all the you know the constructions in tunnels in um, uh, subways, you know there the spaces are quite radical. Um, you know, and sometimes uh, you know the fact that you have to climb a ladder up and down six times, you know, every day during you know six months. You know, six months is not that long, but you know, it, it definitely has an impact on your body. So why not having, you know, something that is just easier um, to go up and down? Sure. So, um, yeah. go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. So uh, is there um, uh, anything that uh, was really surprising which um, uh, you learned during the entire research ideation process, which uh, you would not have, uh, you know, maybe... Uh, felt that was true uh, if someone had told you. Um, can can you ask again? Sorry. Okay. So any let me rephrase. So, is there anything that you found that was so surprising that it was uh, really difficult to believe that what you are seeing is right or true? Um, I think the the reaction whenever I see whenever I show them the people uh, the video to to other people. Um, most of them, they say, you know, have you have you faked that, or is that, you know, is that real? Is it really, is it really 
is it really that easy to to go up and down? I think that was kind of the more, you know, the kind of the magical, the magical thing about it. Um, yeah. Um, so in 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 your research phase, did you find uh, anything that was surprising? Um, that uh, actually, you know, um, that was surprising. So let me say, let me just put it that way. In the research part. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, I. It's okay. I mean, if you didn't find anything surprising, you didn't find anything surprising. I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure I found loads of things surprising. Uh-huh. I just, um, I just can't come up with, um, with any. Well, one of the things that I found uh, very surprising actually was the amount of um, how much do you have to wait in average for a lift. Um, I thought that was quite interesting. And um, what was that? In, I think it was around twenty minutes. Um, so you're telling me you have to. I have to find where I took that reference for. Mm-hmm. In in high in 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 skyscrapers, apparently yes, like you have you have to you know on peak hours whenever everyone is like having lunch or. Um, you apparently have to wait for a long amount of time um, just for the lift to come and uh, go up and down. So I thought I thought that was that was quite interesting. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying I'm solving that problem because I'm not solving it, but um, <laughs> but I just thought it was brilliant. Um, no, it is in twenty minutes. Yeah, spending yeah. twenty minutes every day uh, is a is a big uh, amount of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, as I said, I have to I have to check back and see where where I had the where I took the source from. But but yeah, I thought that was that was kind of surprising. The fact that people don't use yeah. So the other thing that I found out was um, you know people don't take um, the stairs. This is for more than two floors. Yeah. So okay. So more than so, two floors, people don't take and take the stairs. Yeah. Normally they just go and take the lift. You know, one 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 flight of stairs is fine, but more than two. So whenever I set up the the, the concept development of the of the project, one of my you know one of the points where well you know this thing could work in between two and six floors because actually you know taking the lift to go up three floors is it doesn't. You know, it's just a couple of meters up. It doesn't make much sense to wait for it. You know, getting to the cabin. You know, it would be much faster having something like you know a bike, but vertically. Um, and and yeah, you could. You know, you, yeah, you 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 would definitely use your your body to go to to move it. Interesting. Um, so yeah. so uh, the next question is, uh, uh, you know, uh, what do you do? Um, uh, to keep yourself, uh, you know, to to continue to learn and continue to find inspiration and uh, ideas all around you. Is there anything specific that you do? Um, I well, I guess I I I like reading all sorts of things, even they don't, you know, all kind of random magazines that comes in my in my hands. Um, I think you can find inspiration from the simple, you know, from the simplest things. Um, you don't need to, yeah, to do, to do much. Um, I, yeah, 
Um, I always find, I mean, my, I think one of my strengths is, is actually the, the fact that, you know, that I like making, um, and that's where I, I guess I find the biggest inspiration is kind of through, you know, through making and, 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 and changing, you know, the bits that doesn't work, and then you know, go again and 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 make them again and test them. Um, so that's where I, you know, when I learn kind of the most. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, uh, thanks a lot for taking time and talking to us today, uh, Elena. Uh, if you can tell people where they can find more information about your project, and where and how can they connect with you. Yeah, so the website is called Vicle, uh, uh, V-Y-C-L-E dot co dot UK. Um, we've got an Instagram uh, page, which is Vicle underscore. And we have a Twitter account, which is Vicle underscore as well. And yeah, just follow us. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll keep you posted. We have a button as well in, in the website, which is a subscribe button. So we hope to send some applications soon Super. about how the progress of ICO. <laughs> Super. All the very best, okay. uh, Elena. And it was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pushing Beyond the Obvious. If you like the show and would like to support Please head over to iTunes or wherever you are listening to this show and rate us and write a review. Till next time, have fun.